Doesn't a good glass of decaf coffee with one of those shortbread cookies sound good? Good glass of decaf coffee. I don't know if I'm showing my age, but phenomenal. Little nightcap, no booze needed. No, I drink decaf at work because if I'm like two cups in, I'm like like (laughs) vibrating around, and I'm like, oh girl, you gotta take it down a peg. She (laughs) and only one machine does decaf, and it's not that good, but I gotta do it. So I doctor it up, you know, with that caramel sauce, little vanilla. A little sweet and, sweet and low, a little French vanilla. Not all of it at once. But. I tried telling my doctor I have one mug of coffee a day. And then Why I was like, I? Yeah, I was, he's like, do you drink coffee a lot? And I was like, well, like, you know, like probably like a mug here or two and, at home. And then and I was there. like, I'm lying to you. I don't know why I'm doing that. No, I drink like 32 ounces a day. I was like, I have a sip club membership and it's wonderful. And he's like, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. That, that acid that you're feeling, that's it. That's the coffee. <laughs> You can't sleep? Yeah. Mm, well, I have 32 reasons. <laughs> your teeth are just disintegrating. Yeah. yeah. You're, 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 you're drinking it at 4 p.m.? Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's part of it, sis. Is that an IV line with coffee in it? <laughs> it's uh, it's nitro cold brew, baby. Fizz <laughs> it up. Ugh. God, I love coffee. Don't I'm the drink. worst with it, though. Like, I will stop at Starbucks and then, like, drink at coffee at work also. Mm. It's a meal. I see no issue. Like all the memes that have to do with coffee, I'm like, yes. You, mm. Like, why are you, like, feeling anxious, little, really jittery? Have you eaten anything today? Yeah. I've had, like, 32 ounces of coffee. <laughs> a lot of ice in that. A yeah, ice. a lot of ice. Yeah. A lot of creamer. And do you know when up. you drink coffee? Sunrise. This is Sinister Sunrise. <laughs> I'm Sarah. I'm Aaron. I'm Morgan. Hey. Or if you're yeah. Sarah, you drink it at any time of the day. No, I do have to stop drinking caffeine at noon now. Oh, nooner. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm a okay. nooner. Okay. Lemonade. You know what fucking pissed me off? <sighs> it begins. It begins. I went to Starbucks probably two weeks ago, and I was like, hmm, you know what? They've been advertising that pistachio cold brew. Let's try it out. Bro. Fucking fire. Oh, okay. So good. I was like, hell yes. That was on a Saturday. So then when I went to work on a Tuesday, I was like, you know what? You have to go in three days this week. Like, let's treat yourself. Get the week started off right. Yeah. Go to Starbucks. Get yourself a big old pistachio latte or cold brew and you'll be good. They fucking stopped serving it because it's seasonal. Mm. <laughs> I had it once. <laughs> so I said, are sorry. you fucking kidding me? Why? Why does that shit happen to me? Why? It still doesn't sound good, but I'm going to take your word for it. It was so good. If we're sponsored by Starbucks, blink twice. I'm doing the opposite of blinking. Yeah, all right. (laughs) Well, I could hope, can't I? I honestly want to buy pistachio syrup and, like, try to make it. And if I make it good, I'm going to disprove you, little mama. No, I... Happy, happy I'm gonna get that cold foam up in here. <laughs> okay. Up in here. If it has coffee in it, Sarah's gonna try it. So. Oh, for sure. Okay. Well, I'll see what I can do. Okay. But you know what got me really fucked up today? What? What? You guys know I'm a big podcast gal. What? Uh-huh. You? Twenty four seven. Always on a pod. Wait, mm-hmm. are we Old, on a podcast right now? Always on a pod, whether it be this <laughs> or listening to another true crime. Like I don't even listen to my music that much anymore. Yeah. 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 Miley came out with new music. Psh, I haven't listened to it. You know? Okay, I, I listened to three. She songs. can buy herself flowers, but she can can she write our notes? She can't. No. She can't. But <laughs> today on my way over here, I was listening to Morbid Pod. If you haven't if you don't listen to Morbid, highly recommend. They're beautiful, they're you know. No, uh how do I say this? How do I say this delicately? 
65 bajillion times more listened to than us. But good God, they're great. And I was listening to episode 437, which is Listener wow. Tales 70. Yeah, 400 episodes, people. Whew. And it was Listener Tales. And they were talking about this one person wrote in, and I will do my best to summarize, but also like not trample all over the story. But this person wrote in and said that they were a vet assistant at the time of this happening. And the setup that they worked was they were at like a training hospital. So you had to be referred to this hospital and it was normally like the worst of the worst type of vet situations. And they would send in the student to do all of the work and then they would consult with the doctor and then the doctor would say like, yes, your findings are correct or no, they're not. Or hey, we need to look at this further. And then they would like go about it, right? So it's like, it's like a like a something like a human re like research center, but for for animals. Okay. Okay. So very high tech. And this this man and woman come in with their dog, and they're like, "We need you to look it over." And they're this this listener person. We'll just I don't even know their name. Don. Don was like, "Okay, well, like, what am I? What were you guys here for? Like, what am I looking for?" And they're like, "We just need her to have a physical." And the person's like, it's, this is like a, like, you have to be referred here. Like, this is normally for like, you've been, you need a secondary cancer diagnosis or like stuff like that for your pet. And they were like, "Mm mm-hmm. And they were like, we just want you to do a physical and then we'll tell you what's wrong. Uh. And she, they were like, okay. So like he thought, well, they're just trying to catch some other doctor, like in a lie or confirming that it really is cancer, you know, sad stuff, but it had never been phrased to them this way. Okay. And so this person, Don, does a full examination, finds nothing wrong. Healthy as a horse, listened very carefully to the heart to listen to, like, the faintest of a murmur, something. Nothing wrong. Goes out, tells the attending doctor, hey, (laughs) not sure what's going on with this family. Like, this is what they're claiming. We want you to come in. I want you to see, like, is there something I'm missing? Does the full examination, nothing wrong with this dog. Okay. And they're like... We can run blood work if that's what you want, but before we do that, like, you're going to have to tell us why you're here. Right. And the family proceeds to say that the week prior, no, week two weeks prior, they had gone to their normal vet because the dog was limping really bad on its back leg and went to the vet and the vet was like, they have terminal bone cancer. It's best to just put them to sleep because it's just this is it's it's done like they're they're suffering mm. and you would think this is their secondary diagnosis no they go home and tell their children hey the dog is sick it's gonna go be with grandma or it's gonna go to sleep and in this small quaint town it was typical that the families would bury their pets on their own property in their mourning and in their grief of having to put the dog down, they went on a small little road trip, a little getaway <laughs> to, you know, vent, let it all out. They come home and the dog is sitting on their front porch. What? Did the dog die? After it had been dead. So it dug what? itself out of its grave. Oh my God. <gasps> so... One of two things happened. What? Either the dog was reincarnated 
or it wasn't properly euthanized, was buried alive, and dug itself out. That's what I'm assuming. <gasps> Tell oh me this God. is not the most horrifying fucking thing you've ever heard. I thought you were going to go into like a pet cemetery Dude, type thing. Dude, so okay. Erin, that, <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Ugh. So neither option is good. But here's, but either way. I mean, well, actually, one option is good. This is the same dog, so they went to get a second. They said, we have, there is nothing showing up on their scans or in their tests that would indicate that there has ever been anything wrong with your dog. So then what was the first vet doing? They don't know, and they ref- the family refused to tell the vet, the first vet, of what happened. What? Like, they wouldn't, they were like, I don't Sorry, know. Sorry, no, I, I just. Yeah, I know. Like, what? I would be concerned. I'd be, like, suing the motherfucker. Like, what? I yeah. let you kill my dog, but he wasn't dead. Yeah. And he wasn't sick. Or he well, was, and he came back to life. Like, What are the two options, you know? Yeah. One of them I do like, actually. I would love if he's like, whew. Yeah. But, like, the crazy thing is, like, he ain't a spirit. Like, he's... The dog is back and, like, got assessed by another vet. This is gross. They checked the grave? Yeah. And it, and it was dug up. Yeah. Like, it was put in a doggy bag. Like, a body bag. <gasps> like, it got what? out. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see myself out of my own house. Yeah, see my, you're gonna see yourself out of here. I'm just, I'm. It fucked me up so bad that literally, guys, we're recording two episodes tonight, and that's how bad it fucked me up. Is that I, I listened to it five hours, four hours ago, and I'm still tripping on it. And there's also another story at the very end, right after that story in that episode, and it also is fucking crazy. So I hate everything about that. Yup. Is your story d- crazy? No. Yeah. My eyes were like. Eh. There's, I think my eyebrows are still like permanently raised up. Like, huh? What? Oh yeah, I need to blow I know. my mind. Like, rub your forehead, relax your forehead, relax your brows, uh, rub the temples. Uh, yeah, it's I've no, uh, no. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had I'm I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. That's, that's okay. Morbid episode. Oh God. Oh God. Uh, I dropped my phone. Four. Or is the dog Jesus and he was. He- <laughs> 437 guys they put him in the cave and then he came <laughs> out three days later <laughs> and it's so close to easter it's oh my crazy. god okay but this happened a long time ago but never mind yeah was it easter it- then <laughs> i would follow mm-hmm. that messiah he's a good boy <laughs> he arose on easter sunday good god but yeah sorry that's just been literally living in my head rent free for four hours and i had to say it so close to bed. Great. <laughs> uh, think of the, the good. Now you can stay up late thinking about that. Even I'm better. I'm so yeah. sorry. That's think fine. about hey. the cool parts of it. Like your dog is there. Coming back to life. He hath risen. Aaron, he what hath, do you got? He hath risen. Yeah. He hath dugeth. <laughs> no, wait. That's not funny. That's not bad. It's an Aaron, it's an Aaron-centric no. episode. Let's go. Yeah, go. go. So I'm so now sorry. I will be apologizing from now on in this You little shit. Story. Okay. Um, Morgan, Aaron, ask and you shall receive. Yes! <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, just yeah. Leave yeah. It at that for right now. Yeah. Wait, okay. it's one of like five things. Now I'm nervous. One okay. of five things. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. No, I'm listening. Maybe a little bit. Okay. I don't like the eye contact when I'm listening. <laughs> it's December 2009. Oh, she's not even going to say the fucking name. God. Washington, D.C. <sighs> 29-year-old Tika Adams has fallen on hard times. 
she's a bit rough around the edges and isn't much of a rule follower. And now she has found herself homeless. She knows that this isn't the life she wants for herself or for her unborn child. So Tika is around seven and a half, eight months pregnant um, around this time. And she is able to find a homeless shelter to stay at. And there she meets a man named PJ and they like tie the knot. They get together. Okay. As she's living at the homeless shelter, Tika starts receiving random calls from an unknown number, which to me um, is just crazy to think about how like someone receiving an, like a call from an unknown number was so like rare. And now it's like every day now you it's get multi- a call. Yes. <laughs> multiple, multiple, this. multiple spam calls a day. It's strange if you don't get one. Tika answers the phone and a soft-spoken woman who calls herself Stephanie tells her she is involved in a program whose mission is to help pregnant women in need. (gasps) Stephanie further explains how she is in charge of a storage area where they gather clothes, car seats, and um, other baby items. Uh Tika Mm -hmm. would be more than welcome to pick and choose like any item she needs. When she ends the call, Tika excitedly tells PJ what the woman told her, but PJ is skeptical. He thinks this is too good to be true. He also doesn't like the fact that this Stephanie person is a complete stranger. Yeah. Uh, PJ, PJ, keep it up, bruh. Yeah. Uh, Tika, on the other hand, is a bit more optimistic and agrees to meet the woman in front of the shelter. So Tika sees a woman who looks to be around 35 years old, 200-ish pounds, standing outside of the shelter, who she learns is the Stephanie who had contacted her. Tika remembers how, like, polite and kind the woman was. She gets into Stephanie's car, and they pass the time mainly talking about her, how, like, her pregnancy is going, and her recent marriage. They arrive at Stephanie's apartment in Suitland, Maryland, um, which, from or per Google Maps, is about like a half-hour drive from the Washington, D.C. area. Uh, So, yeah. So she takes her about like half-hour away. She couldn't just bring the baby. So Tika gets in Stephanie's car. Correct. Got it. Okay. Correct. And then Stephanie takes uh, Tika into her apartment, into a bare bedroom, save for like a single mattress on the floor. So it's very unfurnished. Mm-hmm. Quick question. When they met, were they in front of the shelter? That is where they met up at, yes. And she went boop, boop into her car. Yes. So oh. why Stephanie couldn't bring the baby things to her? Don't know. Oh, I see. Okay, um, there's just a match on the floor. Oh, I see. Okay. Sarah, yeah. Sarah's getting there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. The dots are already connecting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boop, 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 yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Bing, bing, bing. So Tika... Just kind of makes herself comfortable. She sits on the mattress while Stephanie turns on a movie and serves her some lunch. It's around this time that PJ calls Tika asking where she's at. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Because Tika never told PJ she was going to meet with a woman who had contacted her. (gasps) Oh, no, Tika. Oh, no. Yeah. So on the phone, she tells him like she's fine. And after reassuring him that she is safe, they end their call. Shortly after this, it seems like pretty shortly after, the woman turns on a bootleg version of Precious for Tika before she grabs a quilted blanket, throws it over Tika's head, and proceeds to beat her with a metal object. (gasps) 
Tika recalls getting bludgeoned in the head 10 times, but she surprisingly has the strength to stand up and run out of the room. Mama yeah. strength. Yeah, Mama Tika. strength. She makes it to the front door only to discover it's completely bolted shut. Uh, of course it is. Of course it is. Yes. And she has no time to unlock any of the bolts or chains before the woman gains on Tika and jumps on her back, attempting to strangle her in the process. All while she's almost nine months pregnant. Yes. She's As, in her like third fucking trimester. Yes. Yes. I don't like any of this. Mm-mm. As she is fighting for her life, Tika can't help but notice how much blood she's lost and how much pain she is in. Her vision is even like starting to go blurry. I mean, she got whacked in the head so many times. So yes, I yeah. can only imagine. Tika tries to fight her attacker off, but is no match for the woman, especially as this woman picks up like a fireplace poker and swings it down on her uh, head several times before Tika loses consciousness. I bet she does. Yes. However, not a lot of time actually oh. passes because the next thing Tika sees is the woman's like hands on her ankles, dragging her into another room. She is pulled into the kitchen and left on the floor while the woman rummages through some uh, drawers. No, 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 no. You don't want that drawer. You don't Mm -mm. want nothing in that drawer. Mm -mm. No. It isn't until the woman returns to her side and a sharp pain takes hold of her body that Tika fully registers what is happening. The woman is cutting her open with a box cutter and is attempting to take her unborn child from her womb. There is a reason that if you're having a cesarean section that you do it at the hospital. Yeah. Maybe content warning if you're eating right now for some reason while you're listening to this. Don't be. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be. Just don't be eating. Are you? Are you eating? Don't be. (laughs) You should have been. (laughs) Are you trying to live a life? Stop it. (laughs) You there with the chicken nuggets. Put them down. <laughs> Put it all down. Ugh. Yes. I just saw Sarah, your reactions live. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I fine. just took a big old sip of my wine. Mm. Mm-hmm. I can't feel anything under my neck. Is that Wine is fine. Food is not. <laughs> is, that, is that normal? I can't feel my body. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yes. As this woman is wounding Tika... The woman is just like, just Tika remembers the woman like praying out loud to God for forgiveness. And then eventually the woman just stops cutting into Tika. Um, So there's, I believe she stops because she was just not able to even get the baby. She was struggling something like in either she just stops because she couldn't get to the baby or she started having like second thoughts. Oh, now you want to have a second thought. Ish. I mean, it's, it's not a fucking easy thing to do. Again, it takes a, a doctorate degree to be able to do this. And even, it's still hard for them. It's strenuous. Yeah. Yes. So regardless of why the woman mm. stops, um, she leaves Tika on the floor, grabs towels, and begins cleaning up the blood in the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, and Tika at this point, like, just has no strength left in her. So she is literally just on the ground watching this woman, like, do what she's doing. Yeah. Watch her as she's cleaning up. Um, after the woman is done cleaning, she picks Tika up 
like in her arms and takes her to her own bedroom. So now she's no longer in that unfurnished room with just a mattress. She is actually on like this woman's bed. Um, But before she's like, before the woman leaves, she takes Tika's phone and kind of, you know, disables it, turns it off before she leaves Tika on her own. Throughout the night, as her bleeding eventually stops, Tika starts devising a plan on how to escape this woman's clutches. Tika wonders if maybe talking to the woman and, like, preaching to her human side would help her situation. The fact that her eyes are even still open and she is able to be making any sort of decisions right now is a miracle. Wild. Wild. Oh. (laughs) Sarah's not well. I'm unwell. Yes. (laughs) This will make you very unwell. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Sorry. Good, 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 good. Yeah. Uh, She mentions that her friends and husband will be getting worried soon and they will start wondering where she is at. Yep. She also just like tries to bring up her kids in conversation and like touches on the fact that like they are both moms. Like this woman has also, I guess, touched on the fact that she has kids. So Mm. she tries to bring that up. But the woman just, I don't know if she isn't having it, but she's just not responding. To she's like disassociating probably because she don't have no kids in a way yeah i definitely say she is disassociating but even though she isn't responding to tika's questions tika has this feeling that like she is listening to what tika is saying she's like, making she's this is this like this she's keep keep going for a reason yeah, yeah like there's some sort of awareness going on she's not just like fuck you like yeah. stop talking blah 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 like there's something there's somebody in there yeah Okay. Something's getting to her, but it's not necessarily the response she's wanting. Okay. Yeah. Nor deserving. Exactly. Yeah. Tika fights off sleep for as long as she can, but she can't fight it off forever. Mm -hmm. She wakes up the next morning and sees the woman is like still just pacing around the apartment. Tika, almost wanting to just, in a way, like get a reaction out of the woman asks quote why don't you just kill me oh my god like just to see like what is this person's response going to be and the woman tells her quote i have to find a way out of here i gotta find a way out of here end quote so tika just finds this all very like unsettling like honestly her response gives me some comfort though because that tells me she's trying to flee yeah leave me here go ahead go go ahead and go leave you there though in one piece Oh, I'd be like, put a blindfold on me. Never saw anything. Drop me off somewhere. I'm a homeless lady. Aren't you a man? I don't... Who... What? Yeah. Yeah. So, Tika didn't like that response. I see what you're saying. I think it just... maybe. Oh, to me, that gives me hope. But I can see I'm also, like, not been abused and not been cut open. Neutral, not great. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, time literally passes. And Tika has no idea how long, like, she's been captive for. But... Um, in the episode I watched, three nights have passed when the woman enters the bedroom again with a bowl of ice, some rags, towels, box cutters, scissors, and a knife. No, 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 not again. We're not doing this again. How the fuck has she not bled out by now? I don't know. She binds Tika's hands and duct tapes her mouth shut before Mm. slicing into her stomach with the various implements. The woman just kind of made her scuts, uh, her cuts, excuse me, sporadically. And there were even like a couple times where the woman would just like stop 
and then leave the room to either answer a call or call someone. What the f- and then she would return. So she wasn't like fully invested isn't the right word, but she wasn't fully like. It wasn't a complete task. Yes. Like one fell swoop. Yes. This is just. So wasn't, she wasn't like, I'm just going to go ahead and get it all done with. She like started and then would like leave and then would come back. And we're still talking cuts around leave. her like, her like womb, correct? Uh, yeah. There's this is more. coming at a very weird time in my professional life. I've been doing a lot of reading about smart goals and can tell you this is not one. It is not. <laughs> and I'm happy about that because this seems like this, maybe in this the right end. This right here is not a smart goal. No. No. It is not. Uh, it's not measurable. Oh my God, Sarah. This <laughs> Sarah. Where's our, I need, yeah, I need a hoodie. I would like a hoodie. I on. have a hood. Oh my oh, God. I yeah, have a hood. I need. <laughs> <coughs> not doing good not doing good Hmm. yes so again she's being very sporadic she's leaving coming back and continuing the the painstaking process of cutting into tika um and during this so this woman mistakenly pierces tika's bladder believing she found like the water sack oh my god so this woman is like all ready to go like and literally like asks tika like hey are you ready for me to take the baby out? Thinking she's able to do this. Hey, are you ready? No, fucker. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So oh strange, my. crazy. But Tika somehow convinces the woman to like give her a break. Like <gasps> I am like, she's like, I am in so much pain. I am so tired. Like, can you give me How is she a couple minutes? Forming sentences. I don't know. And this was really funny. I okay. I said this is really funny. I doubted this episode I watched. So again, I had mentioned how this woman like turns on a movie. She turns on Precious. Well, at this point, while this is going on, so she turns on. I've never seen this movie. It's called This Is It. It's a Michael Jackson movie. Have you guys seen it? No, mm-hmm. I've never seen it. Never heard of it. But Tika is literally like, I hate Michael Jackson. So she has to, she's like, literally says she hates Michael Jackson. And then she is having, this woman keeps on replaying this one part of like a Michael Jackson song or a Michael Jackson whatever thing going on in this movie. And I was like, you know what, girl? If you didn't already hate Michael Jackson at this point, you would (laughs) have. Yeah, that's definitely going to have some associations now. She was like going crazy. She was like, why does this woman keep on playing this part of this movie over and over again? You know what? Good for her that she can cling on to something else because she yeah. has to get out of that I body. I mean, fuck, you have to. Yeah. yeah you, no, you exactly. Are, you are tapped. So I chuckle at it, not because of the situation, but because of like that one thing. She was like, this fucking Michael Jackson scene just kept on playing and playing and she replayed it. It's some like, gallows humor for it sure. It drives me so too. This woman is so beyond gone. Mm-hmm. I want to shake her hand. Tika, right? that is. Tika. Oh, like, the mean mm-hmm. lady? Okay. No, Tika, I don't know how she's alive. Yeah. Mm. And um, as we can kind of assume, like she finally, finally, like passes out from the pain. Like she just can't. Okay, thank God she's not. She's human. Yeah, I'm upset yeah. she's still awake. I mean, I'm glad. I bleh, right. I got mixed feelings. It, yes, Sarah. Yes. Thank yes. you. She wakes up, um, unsure of how much time has passed, or like even the condition she is in. She isn't sure what's been going on since she has been unconscious. By this point, she has been held in this woman's apartment for four nights. She spots, and like when she wakes up, she spots the woman like lying near her on the floor in a fetal position. So the woman is asleep. 
and her body is in front of the bedroom door, but it's not like, so it's kind of blocking it, but not completely. Okay. okay. So but like you just got cut open from like side to side. Yes. And so where's your baby? It's st- still there. Inside so, her? Yes. <gasps> inside her. The woman has not been able to get it. So if. How the fuck is a baby? Oh my God. Okay. 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 The Sorry. woman just has not been. Yeah. Her abductor has not been able to get the baby. If Tika is quiet enough, she believes she can successfully like walk over and like walk over the woman to reach the door. Okay. Then that front door is locked. If that door goes, Mm -hmm. you're fucked. The front door is locked, guys. Sorry, Mm -hmm. the front door is locked. Yes. With many good, Good memory. Yes, the front door is locked. Tika like turns on her side, notices the bowl. If you remember, there was the bowl of ice is placed next to her and tries like not to touch it as she like slowly moves off of the bed, but her ring does graze it. So, you know, it can kind of make that like ding noise or whatever. Her eyes dart to her sleeping captor, but the woman doesn't move an inch. Okay. I hope she's dead. Tika. (laughs) We're not that lucky. Oh, sorry. Tika turns over onto her hands and knees, and she wills herself to stand up. Like, su- superwoman. Superhuman. My I thoughts don't. are going so dark right yeah. now. Yeah. Everyone hug your mothers today. Yeah. She makes her way to the door, and as she slowly and, like, silently stretches one leg over the sleeping woman, blood from her stomach, like, drips onto the woman's blanket. I knew. That's literally my dark thought. That was yeah. my dark thought. So I don't know if it actually even gets onto the woman, um, but per the story, I don't think it does, and her captor does not move, mm-hmm. so she does not even notice anything. Are you trying to give me a heart attack? Dude, my blood yes, pressure that was is, my plan. My well, guess what? It's a working through the roof right now. Through the roof. I've never been colder and hotter at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I got my blood pressure t- like checked today at the doctor because yeah, it's astronomical right now. Woo-wee! Like her bladder. I know. It's the bladder. It's, the, it's, it's all the Blood and bladder and <laughs> bile fluids. <laughs> blah. Blah. <laughs> it's... Erin. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's when she makes her way to the middle of the hallway, the front door and her sights, when Tika's intestines fall out of her stomach. I knew. That's exactly what my fucking dark thought was. <gasps> I'm sorry. I forgot that was the worst part coming up. I'm oh, so did sorry. you? Did you happen did, to forget yeah. that one little detail? I'm sorry. They fall out? Everyone. Like, literally out. Like, she is holding them in her hands. That's all. Like, that's all she can do. <laughs> so anyone else thinking that Chinese was a bit heavy <laughs> for this? Sarah, fuck you. <laughs> Well, you didn't have to say it like that, but <sighs> sorry. That's what I do. <laughs> okay. Do you hate us? Like, do you want to have a chat off air about what's going on? Or Remember who requested this? Morgan, well, you good? Whoa! I said a survivor story, bitch. That's all. We better hope that that's what this is. Oh, there better be a survivor at this. The baby, at least. Fuck. Okay, keep on keeping on. She's got her intestines. Yeah, so she's holding her her stomach. Everything. She's holding her whole body together as much as she can. With a baby inside still. Her hands. Oh my God. Yeah, with her bare hands as she continues to walk towards the front door to freedom. She unlocks the bolt 
and chains as quietly as she can, even though she is in immense pain. <sighs> However, when she opens the door just a smidge, it does make like this creaking noise. And it's very like abrupt, really loud. So at this point, you know, Tika's like, this is my chance. Like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Go, 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 so go, go. So she stumbles out of the apartment. I'm sure she, like, throws open the door or whatever. And she begins to scream for help. Good for you, Tika. She bangs on apartment doors, but no one is answering her cries. <gasps> oh, my God. The woman, woken up from Tika's screams, finds Tika collapsed on the stairs because she's in an apartment. I think she's on, like, the yeah. fourth or something floor. I'm not quite sure what floor she's on. Um, don't say you drag her back. If she drags her she back, I leave this starts room. to drag her back to the, to her apartment floor. So she does try to get her oh, back her. to, um, her apartment building, but Tika refuses to go quietly. She yeah, yells, hits and like, she's biting her attacker. Hell yes. The woman tries to quiet her by placing her hand over Tika's mouth, but she's not successful. And thankfully, a neighbor hears the commotion there and we comes go. running towards them from the third floor. Can you fucking imagine no. coming upon that? No. But, so, no. from my understanding, the man saw the abductor first. So the abductor is kind of blocking off, like, his view of Tika, uh-huh. if that makes sense. And she might even still be trying to, like, cover her mouth. <clears throat> so the woman you know, is looking at the man and she's trying to assure him that, hey, I know this person, but she's crazy. She's unwell. I'm trying to get her back into my room, into my apartment, blah, blah, blah. Um, And the man, like, may have been, you know, convinced slightly by her story until Tika lifted her shirt up and said, and, well, shouted, quote, please help me. She is trying to kill me. Like, at this point... He is seeing everything. Oh, my God. And uh, Teak at the time had been wearing, like, this navy shirt. So, from my understanding, too, like, if she was bleeding into it, it may have just looked, like, maybe more wet than actually, like, bloody. Like, it wasn't a white t-shirt. Yeah. You know? It wasn't like you could see the blood through the shirt. Yeah. So, maybe it was It looks like darker navy blue. Exactly. So, he could have potentially believed this whole woman's story. But thankfully, Tika was able to, you know, get the woman's hand off of her. And like, I'm sure this all happened within like 10 seconds as well. Like you have oh, to, I'm like sure how fat, like so also fast. like there's no way that she didn't like get blood on the way down the stairs. Like he yeah. probably looked right to the people and didn't even like register. Yeah. 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 And then he's like, oh shit, I'm in a crime scene. Yeah. Uh, oh shit. Yeah. This woman is yeah. like, you know, you're the crazy one. Holy That's yeah. what I want to say. Like, you know, someone crazy. You is crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Shoo. So, thankfully, he saw all of that. He takes it all in. He turns, runs to his apartment, and calls the police. Oh, thank God, this person. Oh. The abductor doesn't stay behind to wait for the cops, and she ends up fleeing the scene. Cool. Bye. Fuck you, bye. Yeah. EMTs arrive quickly, and they transport Tika to the local hospital, where she undergoes emergency surgery. When she regains consciousness, the very first thing on her mind um, that she asks the nurse is, how's my baby? Mm. And then PJ is actually with her at the hospital too when the nurse tells them the news. So Tika had given birth to a healthy eight pound, two ounce baby girl. Hey, Tika! I know! Dude, can we just talk about that fucking baby for a second? Yeah. Can we just talk about fuck you, Aaron? I thought you were gonna- Sarah's nips are hard as rocks. (laughs) I can tell. 
I'm so She bad. looks down. I can just tell from here because you're goose bumping. Literally my wrists. <laughs> can we? I'm sorry. It's that fine. It's No, it's a great storytelling tactic. I'm just really upset by it. She ain't even done, bruh. I know. I, I know, know, but it's actually. good. Yeah. You keep on just keeping well, on. What a just fucking, a little bit more left. What a Not light, too much. What a light note. Thank you. I know. See, there's usually a light it's note. the other way around. Usually Morgan has no idea what I'm talking about, and I just watch her the entire time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have heard this one. Oh. I was wondering if you had. I was. Yeah. This is. I don't know. The I, pregnancy ones really freak me out, in case you guys can't tell. No, I know. Yeah. I, like, don't know why I'm like, oh, yeah, tell me more. Yeah, no, it's fucked up. It's cool. Yes. The fact that cool and both of them survived at all. Like, at all. Like, wasn't, like, in the hospital for years. You know, with physical. No. Like, our bodies are insane. Mm-hmm. Mom's bodies are Mom's insane. Mom's bodies you know are insane. Like, <clears throat> they say, sorry, whoa. <clears throat> they say, like, if a mom, if a woman who is pregnant, like, breaks her bone or something, that, like, she heals, like, twice as fast because the baby's just, like. I didn't know no. that. Yeah, they no, were, like, I didn't know that either. Yeah, like stem cells and all that shit. I don't know how we're all. I'm, I'm no fucking scientist, but apparently you heal a lot faster. That's good. Yep. Probably how that. Probably the only reason they survived, and because the fucking captor is a dumbass and doesn't know how to get, deliver a baby. Anyway, good. Go on. Go on. <laughs> Ain't nobody yes. need to know how to do that besides a doctor. Mm-hmm. She did. So Tika named her daughter Miracle after the whole oh, experience, yeah, which is very fitting. Uh, Tika learns that her daughter so this is also part of it too and I mean I'm not knowledgeable about pregnancy in any way uh, but I guess her daughter was like balled up like on the top of her stomach so which I mean I don't know if that has to do with like how far along she was or what and she wasn't maybe she hadn't dropped she hadn't dropped yeah so she was farther up Um, so her like the abductor wasn't able to successfully remove it. So again, the abductor was trying to get through the uterus and went like fucked up her know, entire fucked up her bladder. In organs instead. What a yeah. fucking bitch. Yeah. Um so that was definitely part of it. Tiga's story was covered on the news and the community came together in support of her. So they gathered baby clothes, supplies, oh. and like just other yeah. gifts, cards, all that stuff. And had them delivered to Tika while she was hospitalized. So I know that's uplifting. Okay, yes, this is, is getting better. Yeah. There are good people out we there. We needed this, Aaron. Yes, yes. Forty-year-old um, Veronica Duramus mm. later turned herself into authorities and confessed to Tika's abduction and her attempt at stealing Tika's unborn child. Freak. Duramus uh, pled guilty to first-degree assault in November 2010 and was sentenced to 25 years in prison. Tiga was actually present at the trial, and it was there during some part that Duramus told the court that Tiga was the one that had offered to, like, sell her child for $5,000, and Tiga did not appreciate this and, like, had to be escorted out of the courtroom because she was, like, like tried to go after her i can only fucking imagine like excuse excuse me yeah no i mean i don't blame her whoever the fuck is the other the person the defendant's lawyer is a piece of shit if they allowed her to even say that yeah i don't i have no idea so (sighs) idiot mm -hmm. so all crazy go off sis (laughs) yes uh but she was um imprisoned and i did read a blog post um that I will add to the show notes that technically Duramus was up for parole last year, but hate that. 
I don't. I haven't Nothing seen any right? news articles about whether she's actually been released Good. or not. So I feel like that hasn't happened or she's still. But like, what reason did she have to do this in the first place? Like, was her whole defense like, yeah, I did it because Tika wanted, wanted to sell baby. the baby and we couldn't afford to go to the hospital? Maybe. But then she's also with other kids. So I don't know if it's like mental illness is at play or what. So I don't. I don't know. She's dangerous. Very. Very. Very, very, very. I mean, obviously she's not mentally well. She kept a woman for four days. Yeah. Um, But yes, so I'm going to assume, unless I hear anything differently, and I tell you guys that this woman is still behind bars somewhere. Keep us freaking posted, Erin. Yeah, I will will riot. I'll write some petitions for that. Damn straight. Yeah. I always wanted to go to the Northeast. It's a good time to go. (laughs) go. Um, but yes, that is the I Survived story of Tika Adams. Woo! So and her will, baby! And her baby miracle, yes. So I will have like the I Survived episode number in the show notes as well. But yeah, Morgan oh, requested one and I just, there you go. I needed a fucking good one from you, Erin. A good fairy. Not go. that your stories aren't good, sorry. I needed a, a happy ending, Erin. Yeah. I mean, it was all terrible until the end, so. <clears throat> yeah. That's all you I don't wanted. get to pick anymore. <laughs> I don't Sarah's like- gonna text me later. Like, you have to do this one to smite Morgan. So. It's gonna be the darkest, deepest, scariest one you've done. Fuck. It wouldn't surprise me. Sarah, I'm starting to feel better about this. Thank Sarah! you. Thank you. All of a sudden, I see the light. Okay, it's a miracle. <laughs> oh, there it was. There's the pun of the episode. That was cute, though. That she had the baby and everything. Like the community came together. That was a good ending. Like it could have all been terrible. And I think the only, the only thing I didn't add into my notes, but I'll mention. So like the negative side of it is that like with all of her um all the injuries she sustained and everything i don't think she is able to have kids anymore but Mm. she was able to give birth to her daughter so that is you know the the silver lining and the whole craziness yes of of that whole situation i mean i mean to be honest could you imagine going through that again no like your body went through a lot a lot a lot there's a picture of her scar on here. Oh, yeah, no. probably. Oh, really? Well, that's scary. Yeah, it messed up. I mean, I think her whole entire bladder's messed up. Her all of her ton of her organs. I don't. I can't imagine. Also, I just no. can't imagine like being sitting like that for three days. I can't like, imagine surviving. So, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, she's a survivor. She had. I was about to end it. End the episode with a quote she had said from the "I Survived" episode, but I thought it was just. I don't know. It just. Touched on the fact that she's still, like, obviously the whole situation affected her, but she had such, like, this takeaway from it. And she had not even, like, a positivity, but she had some light to it. You know what I mean? Like, she's making fun of the whole, like, Michael Jackson was on this show. Yeah, and I fucking yeah. hate it. Like, she has a really interesting, like, light to it. So she had mentioned, like, um, you know, oh, God, what is the quote? Something about, like, God cares about her to something with like babies and fools. And I had a baby and I was a fool. That's how she like, it, oh, like I was God. just like, you yeah. know what? Like that's what a mentally strong woman. It, yeah. I, I Okay. I like how you say that. Yeah. I think that's exactly how it is. As, like, if, very, she, as if we didn't know that already from getting through all of that. Yeah. yeah. Physically, like, mentally, psychologically. Yeah. She, the fact that she can look back at it and had all, had all of these thoughts yeah. and conversations about it is just amazing. 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 Yeah. So, good story. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
Well, uh, it sounds like I survive stories are pretty cute and popular, or could be. Just saying, <laughs> we like a little positive note, A.A. Ron. Doesn't always happen. <clears throat> also, I don't know what's going on with my voice. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. <clears throat> sorry, I've been like caught. <coughs> woo! I've been, woo! I've been like... <laughs> Choked up? Yeah, that was a hard episode. It was a hard was. episode. Woo! Well, if you want to continue to get us choked up... Then uh, go ahead and give us a review on uh, Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. We yeah. would love a, a five-star review. Yeah, try to make us cry. Yeah, make us make us cry with your positivity, yeah. just like Tika. We want to hear about it. Um, and if you have any topic suggestions, head on over to our DMs. You can slide right in there or to our Gmail, which is SinisterSunrisePodcast at gmail.com. Um, always taking suggestions, always want to talk about your tales. If you have any dreams you need interpreted, true crime that have maybe happened to you or a loved one or any spooky tales, we would love to discuss them on the pod. Um, so just let us know what you guys want to hear from us. And, uh, with that, Aaron, thanks for a finally positive true crime story. Yeah. Maybe while to the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the meantime, stay sinister. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye.